All righty. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Jason McCoy alongside my confidant, partner in crime. Nelson Boyer. We're not committing crimes yet. Not anymore. yet. Not yet. <laughs> but I haven't found out what your news resolution Round is two, yet. Round two, buddy. Season two. New Year's resolutions new today. New year, new resolution, new show, new season. I'm ready. New everything except the studio. New we're gonna, everything we're except gonna, the studio. We're going to resolve to get this thing straightened up, straightened out. Can we resolve to get some heat in here? It's the first time we've ever done this where it's freezing cold. I know. Isn't that crazy? We've been doing this now seven a little months. over seven months. Seven and it's months. always been a little warm in here. It's always been warm in and here. And today... I'm bundled up. Here we are right at the cusp of a new year, 2024, brother. Yeah, I'm excited it's about it, man. Cool. You got uh, you got any New Year's resolutions? No, I don't have any specific New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in making those per se because I don't think I've got a lot of time left, man. I don't have New Year's resolutions for a much different reason. And What's that? Well, I mean, what would I improve on? I mean, point, what would point. I? Where would? Where do I go from where do you here? Go I from feel here? like I'm pretty, pretty good. No, I actually just don't do it because I'm always trying to work on myself and improve. I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. Never have been. Never been a New Year's resolution fan. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, if I were 15, 20 years old and I thought I had the world ahead of me, perhaps I would make a New Year's resolution. But now, kind of paradoxically, I have very little time left, according to the. Life of a Typical American Chart by Tim Urban. Uh, he basically shows you in a glance uh, the typical American's life at four-week intervals. And yeah, so you I've can basically that. fit it I've on a page, that. right? Yeah, that's cool. And as I look at mine, I find myself, you know, right smack down, down here at age 51 with about maybe a little less than a third of my life left. And counterintuitively, instead of making New Year's resolutions so I can make some changes with what little life I have left, I say to myself, I can't actually wait 365 days to start working on myself. Right. I'll only have, what, another 25 chances? Yeah. So I've got to get busy doing things now. If I want to buy a new microphone to you make myself sound better, I go out and do it. If I want to put a new uh, monitor in the office, I'm going to do it. If I want to buy my kids a brand-new four-wheeler for Christmas, I'm going to go out and do it. Not next Christmas, this Christmas. Yeah, I seven like it. years I like and it. up, be damned. I like it. I like the attitude. So, I like the energy. Yeah, I, I mean, appreciate look. that. No, I, I get it. I mean, I just hope that I, I rolls over into retirement. I, I hope that this will prompt me to retire earlier, not later. Yeah, now, yeah we're going to talk I'm about kind of the danger of waiting in our next episode. Yeah, <laughs> we've been waiting on that one. Yeah, procrastination. <laughs> no, I, uh, that's not going to be next, is? I think we got. Ah, we're we going to pretend like it's next. We're going to plan for it to be next, and then we're going to, as all procrastinators do, and then we're going to push it, push it to the side. There you go. Well, hey, while we're catching up, man, tell our listeners you have a good Christmas or what? I had a wonderful Christmas, yeah. and looking forward to New Year. We spent time both with my wife's family, actually my family now as well, since I'm married, in Indiana for about a week, and then we. Came back the day after Christmas and spent time with my brother. You must brother. really be in love to go visit Indiana. Like Shout I out to like our Hoosier listeners. Yeah, I like I said, man, fun times. Really my sister-in-law, brother-in-law have a new house there. They picked up and moved from Central Florida. They were a Disney family, and they picked up after, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years of living there in Central Florida and went back home to Indiana. You can still be a Indiana. Disney family in Indiana. Yeah, man, you but it's a whole heck of a lot Disney. harder when it's not warm when you walk outside and Disney's not, like, right up the interstate. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, that's, whew, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. This is cold enough for me. But um, it was fun being with, with all that family. It yeah, 
That's good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. We just uh, we hung around here. Everybody kept asking us if we were traveling. Why aren't? Because uh, you know we're, we're a big travel family, as I've mentioned. Sure, but I bet you don't wait until specific moments to do it. Um, like you don't you don't travel just on December twenty fifth or just on we, July fourth. Not because of it, but we like to take a winter trip. You know, we yeah. we always look forward to that. So it's kind of been. Uh, it's been sweet to be home. It's been nice to be with the girls. It was nice to have an old-fashioned Christmas like we did when they were young. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we, we didn't go anywhere. We just hung around here, saved up money cool, so we could cool. pay for all the crap we bought them. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah, we'll be doing that for another I don't know, month or so. Yeah, yeah. Finish paying off. we got a couple more Uber rides to make. I might even go out and Uber New Year's Eve. I don't know. Yeah, so nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we'll That's see. the time to make some money, man. We, we will see. So Good. what, man, uh, why don't we play a l- little intro, jump into some of the history of this wonderful day, and talk about New Year's and New Year's resolutions and uh, a new season of Put Them on the Couch. Let's do it. slide into those dms ladies and gentlemen if you haven't got an email reminder from put them on the couch.com be looking for that if you don't want to be bothered go ahead and sign up become a member of put them on the couch please you can do that by going to podbean spotify apple podcast or anywhere you listen and download your podcast Absolutely. and by the way that can be your new year's resolution our listener. first season which was about seven months long our inaugural season was completely free we didn't bother you with pesky ads we didn't have a lot of empty space thanks to my um ever improving uh, editing genius this year proves to be just as inexpensive and just as if not a little more efficient i think i've improved my editing and i also want you to know that for this next season season two Absolutely no cost to you, no advertisements. Uh, we are committed to keeping this podcast clean through season two. After that, we'll see. After that, <laughs> we will bombard you with ads and blank spaces be and be begging ads. you for money. And there'll be good ads. And I promise, unless we're paying a lot of money, we won't read them ourselves. Absolutely not. So, All right, man. So New Year's Eve. Are you familiar with any of the history of the New Year's celebrations? Uh, a little bit. I think the origin story is, like most origin stories, um, a little bit complicated, in some ways a little bit ambiguous. But, you know, I've got this resident historian in the studio with me who might be able to help <laughs> me and the audience uh, make sense of this. Yeah, New Year's celebrations really go back, you know, 4,000 years is the earliest time we start to see them in Babylonia, ancient Mesopotamia, and it makes perfect sense, right, because people of that time period were so in tune with the celestial bodies. They had to know basic seasons, where the stars were, and so it became, for them, relatively easy to become astronomers in their own right and figure out exactly when a year started, and it wasn't really important to catalog that until later. The idea of the resolutions really came about by promising to their gods and their kings that they were going to 
give gifts, reaffirm their belief in them, reaffirm their own power. And the idea was that the gods would bestow gifts and favor on the populations if they performed some sort of kindness or some form or form of sacrifice for the uh, for the New Year celebration. Yeah, I'm guessing like most origin stories, we go back at least what three, four thousand years ago to ancient Babylon. Yep. yep. And uh, we we honor the New Year probably for somewhat. Uh, reason related to crops or new beginnings or sounds like Good a theme. Fortune. Every time we yeah, do a holiday, sure. it sounds like there's a theme there, right? There is. That's a that's a very uh, very superstitious but, yeah. and and very, I would say selfish. But at the same time, we're talking about a harvest uh, crops yeah. for everybody, not just I yourself and your family. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was selfish. Self centered, I mean, maybe. But, you know, life sustaining, I guess you could th- say. You're still when you're talking about this time period, you're only like eight thousand years removed from mm-hmm. when the world was hunting and gathering. Yeah. So a reliance on stability and, and crop that was, you know, extremely important. It was foundational to any society. And it I'm still guessing is, and I'm it? guessing your new year doesn't necessarily always start or at least hasn't always started January one. We don't get to January first until, you know, the Romans really. That's the when we start that's what the uh, when Julius, Julius Caesar, Caesar yeah. yeah. And and that's of course when we really start cataloging time um, th- the way we understand it now, the, the calendar that we have today comes to us from Pope Gregory, the, the Gregorian calendar. And, you know, I I don't think our listeners know this about me, and I don't usually share this. It's sort You're of a, a private You're a descendant thing. of Pope Gregory. No, no, I no, 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 I am not. I am, however, a calendar freak. Really? I love calendars. calendars. Ladies I mean, and I, gentlemen, you heard it here first. If you're thinking of that last-minute Christmas gift, oh, no, it's no, not no, too no, no. late. I Nelson don't, Boyer I don't, loves wait, calendars. Let me, let me clarify. Send him a calendar. I don't like, nor do I have, the traditional calendar ah, that you think of or that we mark out a date or a birthday or something like oh, that. Oh, you're into the antique sundials. I love No. <laughs> I love the Gregorian calendar. It's such a cool calendar. Now, does gonna, it chant when you mark off a date? It does. It does. Nice. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a quick story uh, about the calendar, and then it'll circle back. We'll get into January first as a New Year celebration. Sure. Five. As you well know, Jason, mm-hmm. a New Year is not. Or a year is not 365 days. Not exactly. What is it? 365 or 364 and a quarter. 365 and a quarter? Yeah, there you go. But this is so cool. Not exactly. Mm. Not exactly. The Gregorian calendar is so in tune with the movement of the heavens Mm. that it realized, well, wait a minute. We are adding too much time to the calendar. Okay. So we with the 365.25. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure that we ta- do something to take it away. So in 1600, 1700, 1800, and 1900, there was no leap year in those years. Right. There was supposed to be, but uh-huh. every 100 years in the Gregorian calendar, We've you lose a leap year. Interesting. But then there was... An extra bit of time. Sure. Left over. Left over. So now we went too far again. So every 500 years We've in the 100-year mark, like let's say February 29th, 2000, mm-hmm. we have a leap year. 
but you will not have another February 29th in a centennial year until February 29th, 2500. And that's the Gregorian calendar. That is the. Now, if I just went to the Dollar General. That is a 16th Dollar century General, calendar. I went my to the friend. Dollar General, picked up a 2024 calendar. Yeah. It may or may not have the leap year in it, but one it thing's for sure. Better. Yeah, but one thing's for sure. Um, We're. It's only going to be a day every four years if we use those kinds of calendars. Yeah. Right? Well, You're going to get a day every four years. No, I'm sure everybody. February 29th, it's going to be once every four years. Yeah. So are you telling me that we've got some days still missing if we use the calendars we pick up at Walmart or Target or Dollar General? I'm telling you we got some time still missing, but they follow the Gregorian calendar. All the calendars you buy from Barnes & Noble, Kmart, Walmart, there's no Kmart. Okay. They're all the Gregorian calendar. Okay. That's the one we used because it works so well. It keeps all the holidays where they're supposed to be. And that January 1st holiday um, has been celebrated really since the adoption of the 12-month calendar, the Roman calendar, mm -hmm. its forerunner. Now, is January named after Julius Caesar? I've heard that somewhere. Uh, no, it's named July. Is. <laughs> July is. I think January is named after a god. I can't remember. I think it's Janus. Um, the, the, what is he? The god of the first month of the year. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you got me. I'm a resident historian, not a resident expert in everything. So when did the new year start falling on January 1? Is that Julius Caesar time? That's yes. Okay. Yes, toward the, uh, toward the end of the BCE period gotcha. and, and toward the common era. So, yeah, it's a—and, it's a, and, and, you know, I think it does make some sense to, to mark and to celebrate, you know, a— a new beginning. I think that makes uh, a great deal of, of innate sense. I think there's a psychological aspect to it that is very appealing for people. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure you'll let us in on I think there's something to it. It makes sense to me. Yeah, um, we, we, we definitely like these um, superstitious beliefs. We like thinking that doing one thing or thinking one thing has something to do with another, yeah. right? Do you uh, have any New Year's like tradition? Are you staying up till midnight? Do you do the grapes? Like, I, do I don't you have do any of this stuff? I don't really have traditions, superstitions, or resolutions. I mean, I've been thinking about this lately because I don't do those kinds of things, and I'm wondering if I should start, but certainly not the superstitious stuff. I'm not going to be eating black-eyed peas and cornbread and, and collards, which, by the way, I love, but I'm not going to wait 365 days in order to do that. If you uh, want some black-eyed peas, peas, damn gonna, it, you're going to eat cook them. them now, absolutely. Or you're going to put in a record I'm or gonna, right. and download if I, a song. Absolutely, and if I want to buy a new piece of equipment for the podcast studio or if I want to buy a new car, I'm not going to wait for January 1 unless there's an incredible deal that I'm waiting on. Oh, right? there will be deals. There will be deals, but there's also deals like Right after you get a check uh, from the government, um, you know, on tax day, there's typical yeah, deals around yeah. that time. There's deals around Halloween, Christmas, the end of the summer. So yeah, they I'm, have some I'm, weird deals. Like I'm not Columbus going, Day I, deals. I don't even buy the deal uh, psychologically because I know that it all comes from psychology, and they're just it's kind true. of pushing and framing it in a way that makes you know this hysteria around um, buying some product or engaging in some kind of business. There thing. was a tween store and I can't remember the name of it now. It's killing me. Forever 21. No. Um, it was Claire's. In, no, it was something like, it was like mm -hmm. a Claire's, but they had a permanent 
sale, and they actually got in trouble for it. They actually got in trouble for it. Because if it's all the time, it can't be a sale. That's what they actually got in trouble for it. <laughs> and we had shopped there enough when my kids were like eight or nine. We got like a ten dollar. It was a, it was a lawsuit, and they had to pay. Well, someone needs and to tell like these furniture stores that, right? Check. Someone needs to remind these furniture stores around town. Right. Yeah. They're always, always going out of business. Fifty percent off. And yeah. it can't always be going out of business. Liquidation sale always going out of business. I'm like, have you what? seen? Uh, have you ever heard of that uh, YouTuber uh, Tyler Oliveira? No. He goes into he, he does like silly stuff. He he goes into um, mattress stores to look for money under the mattresses. Mattress firm, the largest money laundering scheme in America. Is it legit? Well, there can't be, and it is true, right? We why do we have so many mattress stores? Yeah. When's the last time you bought a mattress? You buy a mattress about once every twenty 10 years. years 20 yeah, years and so but we have a lot of mattress stores. Yeah, we sure do. It is uh, now. You want to know could what could be a conspiracy? You know what, I don't know about the mattress being a conspiracy, but I'm absolutely certain that the box spring is. Because yes. Do you know where we? Yes. You know, America is about the only place on the earth that has a box spring. I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah. If you go and why we, we need box springs, I'll never know. We don't. We don't. We don't. But it's always an extra hundred or two hundred dollars when you buy your mattress set. Yeah. Yeah. As when if I, we need a set. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Anyway, we're off topic, buddy. Yeah. We're New off Year's, topic. Well, uh, my New Year's resolution is to never buy a box spring. All right. So, what makes a New Year's resolution of us? What do what do we need? What qualifies as a resolution? Like simply saying, do better. Uh, let's get into some specifics. Yeah, I think it has to be relatively specific. Um, and there are organizations, groups, news outlets that keep up with these. Uh, what do you I think? What are the what view are it as an academic question? I suppose. Yeah. What do you think? Are the top New Year's resolutions here in America? What do I think? Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. Number one is obvious, and that's lose weight. Uh, number two, um, I kind of think there's only one. <laughs> number two, I would say like money, like finance, do better financially. Okay. And then for number three, I would say like spend more time with loved ones, or um, I don't know, like maybe like a, a goal, like learn, like run a four minute mile. <laughs> okay. So obviously, doing better seems to be the resolution. Generally speaking, we want to do better. We want to. That's why I, I guess I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I don't make them. So what's the what do you got? Well, what, what's the most popular one? Yeah, according to Forbes, the top news resolution is losing weight, getting into better shape. Losing weight and getting into better shape? Yeah. Wow, really? So yeah. about fifty eight percent of Americans, I think, want to lose weight slash get into better shape. That's number one. I would love to. And that's to know. probably driving all of these new diet fads at the beginning of the year. Yeah. All of these things are gonna inundate your inbox with, hey, you know, um, join my Shakeology group or join my running club. Gym memberships, I think, Dude, skyrocket. I'm a, I'm a big Planet Fitness guy, yeah. and every January, like, I can barely walk it. I can't stand it. It's all these people who are, oh, we're going to do And, you know, it never lasts long, too. Oh, no, of course not. What percentage of these things are successful, anyway? Um, well, it depends. I think most of them are abandoned within the first month, maybe five weeks. That makes so sense. So 95% of New Year's resolutions. So I'll be able to go back to the gym pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you can just wait till about, what, second week of February? It's, it's almost. It should be all clear. It is. It's clear. funny. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do like a before and after picture. I'm going to go in there on January 2nd this year and take a picture of my gym. And then on February 2nd, I'm going to go in at the same time, and I'm going to take another picture. Yeah, so according to 2024 Forbes Health Online Poll Survey, and again, it wasn't actually done in 2024, but this is for 2024, right? Right. Uh, improved fitness, 48% of those surveyed said they want to improve their fitness this year, this upcoming year. 38% want to improve their finances. 
36% want to improve their mental health, 34% want to lose weight, 32% want to improve their diet. And you could argue that the losing that's weight, the improving same. diet, yeah, fitness, that's the same. that all goes it's together. It's a different right? way of saying the same thing. Um, what's interesting is that, you know, if you break that down into like the top 10 or 15 things that Americans gave in this poll for what they want to improve in the new year, you don't see some interesting things on here. I mean, there's 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 some some things that are absent. Um, like what? Well, I don't I don't see anything in here about being better to your family. Well, I don't wait, see wait, anything wait. in it's here about spending more time. Though. I know. It's twenty twenty four. We're getting ready to go into an election year. Yeah, no, we'll be lucky if we can just stomach some of our family members but, uh, by the time know, we get if, through this if election. If we continue on to the number six on this list, make more time for loved ones. I guess that that, that, that counts. Stop go. smoking. Four uh, percent of Americans want to uh, say they want to stop smoking as their number one New Year's resolution. Learn a new skill. That's pretty good. Make more time for hobbies. Improve work life balance. Okay, so maybe I'm lying. Maybe yeah. maybe some of the things that I was looking for really are represented here, but not nearly at a statistically. Uh, significant enough level. Of well, don't opinion. you think that's a healthy thing? I mean, thing? only seven percent want to improve their work-life balance. Yeah, Does that mean that people already I are? I think so. I think they're so. already there. Uh, yeah, I don't think people are miserable. Dude, you know. I think that's your generation that aren't miserable. I think the Z and the millennials and the the people that come after Z. I don't know who they are now. X? No, I'm X. You're X. Um, I think and you guys care you. more about work-life balance. You guys are are better about putting the teeth behind the work-life balance mantra. Well, thank you. My generation has been terrible about it for years. Terrible about work-life balance. We are the ones who work too much and make ourselves sick. The boomers, um, I don't know if they really work that hard, but they definitely taught me, my parents taught me to work hard and have this crazy work ethic that's yeah. just basically killing me and makes me want to retire now. Yeah, people are working longer and longer. Yeah. I'm afraid. I don't want to retire. But the millennials and the Z. I do feel like we. Uh, you yeah, guys are better. Only three percent of people on this list say they want to perform better at work. That's a New Year's resolution, isn't that something? Do we really believe that ninety-seven percent of Americans are already maxing out their performance at work? I think we should believe that ninety-seven percent of Americans feel like it's good enough, right? Are it's you maxing? Are you what? Yes. What, in I what am. areas of your life would you say you're maxing out your um, potential, potential or happiness? Yeah. Or well, let's let's start. Let's just go down the list with these. Fitness. Yeah. Are as you good maxing as I can. out? Okay. As good as I can um, be. So you're 100 percent at the fitness. As good as I okay. can be. Yeah. You just can be. Uh, I mean, finances. Broke a hip. Finances. Uh, Where no. are you there? No. 50 percent, 75. How much improvement can you make? Do you think? I can make improvement, but I mean that comes at a cost, right? Because yeah. then when you're talking about work-life balance, well, what does it mean to mm. improve financially? Yeah. Um, I could take a different job. And, you know, maybe the new year holds something, I don't know, yeah. for me. So I could take a different job and, you know, not have summers off and make more money. But what does that mean for my work-life balance? So yeah. it's all, I mean, overall, I'm a, I'm happy with my life. Um, but, yeah, I could improve financially. What, I could improve what, financially. What do, you think, what do you think would make you happier with your life? Um, I mean, I, and be realistic that's, about that's, it, right? Yeah, right. Because I mean, like you said, <laughs> you could say, well, traveling every day would make me happier. Well, of course, but then... That would deny you the ability to earn money, perhaps, yeah. unless you become a travel blogger, which is not a bad idea. I've tried to do that. I've thought about doing. I think I'd be pretty good, yeah. but I just am so into the places I'm going. <laughs> I don't want to film them, <laughs> just or, like, or write about them. Yeah, I just like. Um, well, I do. I used to write when I got home. I used to like write yeah. a blog. But um, what would make me happier? You know, there's a there's a uh, 
um, philosopher named Alan Watts. Yeah. And he used to ask that question to people, what do you want? And it's an amazingly, like, what would make you happy? And it yeah. is really a difficult question to answer. Yeah. Now, Alan Watts says it's because we already have it. We already have what we want. Yeah. And I think that's largely true. I'm happy because I'm happy. We, I have the things that I want. Um, and I, I don't know what I could do to make my life well, what happier. Are some, let's try it a different way. What are some things that you know make you unhappy or less happy? What are some things that you know that make you less happy? That, by the way, that you can control. So obviously, if you say, "Oh man, rain makes me unhappy," you can't really control the rain. I, I suppose Yet. unless you go to a to a <laughs> to an area where there's less rain. True, uh, but, um, but within reason. Some things that make me unhappy. Yeah, um, that I, you can control like day to day. I would say stress at work. Mm-hmm. And so you can control that day to day. Can I? I mean, I can control my reaction to the okay, stress. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I would say like stress at work, um, stress at home, and any anything you know. Feeling overwhelmed, overburdened. Um, Feeling incapable of handling yeah. the, the problems that arise. Yep, yep. I uh, would say that's, yeah. yeah. So why do you think, why is it that people make these, res- I mean, resolutions? Is it because, do you, do you think somebody makes a resolution because there's something missing? There's something that they think that could make them happier? Well, why do people do this? It's a great question. I mean, from right. both, I think. Um, a psychological perspective, as well as a sort of existential religious perspective. I yeah, think I agree. There's a lot of reasons why people want to make resolutions. Um, they want to improve themselves or pr- improve their surroundings in some way. Like maybe we're just uh, hardwired to want to do better, right? And that makes sense, right? If you, yeah. if you were going to build a robot to sort of live indefinitely, you would want to program it to be adaptive. You'd want to program it for change. And so if you could, you would want to program that robot to anticipate how it's going to need to change given what it thinks is going to happen in its surroundings. Right. So I feel like that's kind of what's going on with us. We're, we're, we're kind of programmed to want to change because we're trying to anticipate what kinds of new problems, obstacles we're going to face. And so to that end, I want to be happier. I want to be richer. I want to be stronger. I want to be more virile. I want to be more of these things that I think will help me be more adaptive no matter what kinds of things come my way. So that that might explain why humans want to be richer. They want to have better friendships. They want to have more free time to cultivate these friendships or but, you know, we've talked about happiness uh, at great length. When yeah. we had our first season, we talked about the good life. Yeah. And it's funny, a lot of these things that we think are going to fulfill us or make us happy or, or fill some void in our lives, they don't. No. They don't. And in some and ways, it goes back to the, so the, the stuff we already year. have, is, doesn't it? Really, right? right? And Just so sitting here, talking, talking uh, to the audience, talking to you, looking across from you, spending time with you, your friend of mine. Um, honestly, that's not something that would probably come up on my top three list to make me happier in life. I'm not if you on your top me, three list no of way. being happier? Yet, <laughs> if you were to measure my happiness in any quantitative way right now, blood pressure, respiration, who, who knows, oxytocin level, I'd probably be maxed out. So on, you know, if you were to ask me on mass what would make me more happy, most people don't say just spending an ordinary afternoon with a friend. Yes, right. that is exactly what 
you know, science tells us if we start measuring oxytocin or yeah, yeah. any of these hormones that is in fact making us happy and making us content. Well, I thought I've thought a lot about that question and it, over the last couple of years because I heard mm-hmm. that question a few years ago. Yeah. Um, of, w- what what, what do we want? What mm-hmm. do What do you want? And I, I just found that so fascinating. And, and once in a while, I'll ask somebody that you know, what do you want? And it it's a hard question for people to really answer. And everybody says, well, more money or something. But is that really what you want? Like, is yeah. that what you want to be happy? Well, I mean, and if it we just go doesn't back work. To so these New Year's resolutions. I, I mean, think that's why we I make them every year for some people. It's just like, well, that's still missing. Or man, I just need to lose these five pounds. Well, let's go through these the, ten. Pounds. Let's go through some of these top and bottom news resolutions according to Forbes. Right, the top news resolutions according to Forbes recent poll is improve fitness, improve finances, improve mental health. Right. Right. So body, mind and finances. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, those make body, sense. Mind, those do really make sense to me. Yeah, that, they make sense. That whatever to me. it is we want to do anew, whatever it is we want to do better, whatever it is we want to start doing that we haven't been doing um, are going to affect us in these one of these or all of these three material ways, fitness, finances, uh, mental health. Go to the bottom of this list. It says meditate regularly, okay. drink mm-hmm. less alcohol. Perform better at work. Um, I mean, those are not exactly the same as fitness, finances, and mental health. But I have to well, admit, meditate those are not bad. Is mental Medi- health. That's yeah, definitely it's, mental it's probably going to add your mental health. Drinking less is going to probably improve your physical health for sure. And mental. And performing better at work might actually affect your um, uh, finances for sure. Right. Potentially. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if you drink less, then you're sort of robbing Peter to pay Paul because yeah. you're getting more fit. But your mental health could very well suffer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look in the middle of this. Uh, there's about 15, ladies and gentlemen, on these top yeah, New Year's resolutions. Cool. Uh, make more time for loved ones, you know, spending more time with friends, making more time for hobbies. I mean, uh, it, these all sound really good to me. I like These em. sound I like legit. Em. So what would, if we want to make them stick, if you actually want to do, if you know somebody wants to have a New Year's resolution mm-hmm. and have it be successful, what would you do? What, I, I would what say. What is the secret sauce? For me? The secret sauce is not wait until December thirty first. Yeah, it's uh, not to start thinking about <laughs> implementing. Okay. And also, it's it's not an all or nothing. Don't make a list of the things that you want to change, and set this unrealistic goal of I've got to go to the gym every day in the new year, or I've got to save this much money, or I've got to spend this many days with loved ones, or I've got to meditate this regularly. Why not just work on it all year? Why not start anytime? Don't have to wait until December 31st. In fact, I would argue, given my life expectancy and yours for that matter of, say, 75 years, we're both males in America in the South. We only have so many uh, opportunities to make, to create behavior change if we're operating on that let's do it once a year kind of calendar. Yeah. However, imagine the number of possibilities, a number of um, degrees of freedom with which to change our behavior and possibly change um, how much fun and how much success we have on this earth if we don't think about it just on December 31st. That's a good point. What if we, what if we not grade ourselves on a curve, but give ourselves a little more grace right. and say, look, if it's February 2nd, I can change. If it's March 3rd, I can change. Right. You know, you that's don't have true. to wait until December 31st. I think, I think that's, that's what that's might get some I, Americans in trouble. I think that's why I shy away from it. I think that's why, like I said, I just, I'm not interested in saying, okay, this is what I'm doing because the calendar changed. Calendar changes all the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, we you can mark your life in seconds. Right. 
When do you think most people start back going to a gym? Uh, start back? Yeah, if they have, if they've been going, they quit. When do you think they typically start back? New Year's or yeah. New Year's Day. Yeah. When do you think people start saving money as a family? New Year's Day. Yeah. When do you think people start their diets? New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's not carpe diem. It's become carpe that diem. Yeah. You know, seize that day. Um, That's kind of sad when you think about it. It is because isn't every day, uh, every day can An be opportunity a for renewal. Every day. Every is, day can. Absolutely. I feel like absolutely. we need to have a, maybe a shorter memory or attention span than we do. And what I mean by that is if I mess up on January the 1st. Kick ass on the 2nd. Kick ass on the 2nd. That's such a, that is You a, know? Yeah, and don't beat right. yourself up you if it. you don't kick ass on the second. There's always the third. There's always the third. Yeah. But, you know, when I, I look at uh, a couple of these groups that I'm a member of where I try to promote this podcast and learn from others who are way more successful than you or I, um, I find that people say, I'm going to start podcasting next year. I'm going to start podcasting first week of January. I can't wait. I've been planning this for three months, or yeah, I've, I've been seen, planning this I'm for four months. I'm on some of these boards. There. Oh, I've, I've got that. a couple I've of episodes that. already cut, and I'm going to release them January 1st. Why? Yeah, do it. Right? You Why already not have do them. it now. Right. You know? Well, yeah. Is there a psychological component that comes, is it, or is it just the beginning anew, new, new chance, new start? Yeah, but why does it have to be January yeah, right. 1? Like why can't said, it, it be, be every day? It, it could be any day. Yeah, what is it that stops us from starting over every day? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, do we, know our uh, connection do we, do we psychologically feel like we're going to be more successful if we do it on January 1st? That's a, that's a good question. How many New Year's resolutions do you January? think are still going on? July? Yeah. How many New Year's well, resolutions do you think are still sort of um, going holding, on, like, strong, holding strong? <laughs> that's a good you question. You know, after that is a good January's question. over even. February 1, how many people do you think are like, yep, I made it. I'm that going strong. That is a good question. I'm going to say... Zero. Yeah, I think they <laughs> zero. Well, I think over fifty percent of people who make New Year's resolutions have have already um strike strike struck out struck out by February one. Okay. So after about five weeks, over fifty percent have struck out. You know, I I used to go to a church here in Townport City Community, and they have, they do the one word thing where instead of having a New Year's resolution, mm -hmm. you focus on. A word, yeah, um, and and that word is an opportunity that you know will guide you, will help you make the changes that mantra. you, yeah, the change that you want to see in your life, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that's a lot more effective, right? I think it's more effective to try to change your perspective, change mm -hmm. how you interpret the world around you, change how you feel about the world around mm -hmm. you, rather than trying to do one little do specific one thing. thing right. that's, yeah. So if I wanted to be more gracious. Um, there's a lot of ways I can expect express my gratitude. That's right. If I just think about being gracious. That's right. Versus if I think about being gracious only in one respect, where I'm telling my wife thank you. Right. I might be less successful at telling her thank you every time I need to tell her thank you. But if I just focus on that as a mantra, being, thankful, being gracious, being, being thankful, thankful, yes, then chances I, are I'm going to become more grateful. I think have more so. opportunities I, I, for it, maybe. I think so. If that is like the word, like if mm -hmm. your word were uh, just say grace mm -hmm. or thanks. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you, you just kept focusing on that on word. that Yeah, as a mantra. On that feeling. Not just the word, mm -hmm. but that the the feeling that the word evokes. Right. I think um I think you'd have a pretty good new year. Is that what you're gonna 
focus on? I don't think it'll be gracious or gratitude. No, I don't. I don't know. I I, I just want to focus on living now, being present. Yeah. You know, too. again, as I look at some of these New Year's resolution calendars, I look at again Tim Urban. I'm not sure if we've talked about him on yep. the podcast before or not, but I mentioned that Tim Urban is uh, um, very interested in getting. Um, people to do things now, not later, right? Like yeah. he's really into procrastination. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but um, he's got this calendar where you can sort of see your entire 75 year on average at a glance. Again, four week intervals. And, you know, as I look at that calendar, I'm already at ah, two thirds of the way through that calendar, right? My life expectancy is 75, 76. I'm already at 51. And when you start looking at that calendar, you realize, man, I don't, I don't have time to continue to procrastinate to get started doing the things that, that really matter. that matter that I should be doing all the time now. Um, so for me, I want to start thinking about being more present and being more um, in the now, whether it's telling people I love them, whether it's being gracious and thankful, whether it's getting started doing things that I would ordinarily procrastinate about. Well, to, yeah. to drill down and fine-tune that a little mm -hmm. bit, and I know that is in four-week intervals, right? Yeah. But if you wanted to drill down a bit, mm -hmm. and let's say you wanted to map that out in seconds. Yeah. Well, a trillion seconds ago, Neanderthals were still in Europe. Yeah. Walking the, the fields of Europe. Like, seconds are fleeting. Um, they are. Uh, you know, time, I've always said, it's the most valuable commodity that, I, I know of. It's the only thing that you can't make more of. That's right. And so I do think that would be a good thing for everybody in the new year is to be in the new year and to be present and not worry about what you're trying to fix tomorrow. Just fix today. Be today. Do what you want to be done today in this moment because yeah. it's the only one you get. Yeah, it reminds me of um, what we're going to talk about in another episode, uh, completely different from this one. But one that we, you know, feel called to do nevertheless. You're talking about, uh, about some Swifty lyrics. No, I'm actually talking <laughs> about a good friend of ours who recently passed, and thinking about yeah. living in the moment and 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 doing good by yourself and for yourself and others, and the importance of of checking in and and I guess living for the now in some way. Yeah. Um, my brother and I were talking. He was visiting a couple of days ago, and we were talking about you know, retirement and uh, travel and spending more moments together. We don't get to spend moments together as much as we did when we were younger, obviously. Now we've got our families and careers. And I said, you know, Andy, I've been working 24 and a half years at this same job here in North Carolina. He's like, yeah, I've been working a similar number of years with the federal government. And I was like, when is enough enough? I was like, you know, I, I want to start thinking about I'm not procrastinating anymore, and if I want to come visit you, I'm going to take time off to come visit you. If I want to travel in the summer, I'm going to travel in the summer. Whether I've got, quote, enough money or, quote, enough time off or not, I'm going to – I, I feel it? like I need to just do it. And he said, that's great. Are you all right, man? I was like, what do you mean am I all right? He goes, everything okay? Your health okay? He's like – he thought that was crazy talk. He, uh -huh. he couldn't understand why I was talking like that. He's yeah. like, it, it reminds me of someone who's sick who wants to, like, throw caution to the wind and – and I'm thinking to myself, isn't that interesting? I mean, where does that come from, this notion that it's a risk if you want to do more for yourself, more with your family, right. less work, less of the grind? Um, yeah, at 51 years of age, 
and 24 and a half years of state employment, I do start to think about winding it down sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you could yeah, always yeah. make that argument. That oh, sense. oh, how am I going to make money after I'm retired or can I afford it? That, that could go on ad infinitum. You could always say that. Well, you know, every year for us is a year where as a family, we try to pick something new, a new adventure, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, new experience. And, you know, I know that people think we're crazy. Probably. Uh, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. We we spend a lot of our discretionary income on travel. On travel. Absolutely. We do things that I think people look at and say, Well, how do you do that? And, you know, we do it with that with that attitude. I will be the first person to tell you I could save more money. Yeah. I could save more to money. To what end though? To, to I d- I mean, and I'm not fatalistic. No. I, I, look, I play the odds, baby. You don't have, to be, you don't have I don't to be fatalistic smoke. to know you are going to die, though. That's one thing that's for that's, sure. It's, right? That is 100%. And, and sooner than later. I don't know when. And it's going to be sooner than later. I don't know. I think yeah. I could probably get to 82. Uh, the reason I say sooner than later is because I think about a Galapagos oh, tortoise. A Galapagos tortoise living to be, say, 200 years old. Those lucky bastards. It's going to be sooner yeah. than a Galapagos tortoise. Yes. Even if you're one year old, it's going to be sooner. A lot sooner than a Galapagos tortoise. So, yeah. But... Well, look, man, um, why don't we do this? Why don't we grab ourselves our first diagnosis from our resident psych guy of the 2024 season of Put Him on the Couch Mm. and uh, tell us what the hell is wrong with New Year's resolutions? Um, I would diagnose New Year's resolutions as an example of the worst case of procrastination. New Year's resolutions only come once every 365 days. I think that as a species that already procrastinates way too much, myself included, that waiting that long in an average lifespan of 75, 76 years, maybe 80 if you're a female and you're healthy, um, is not the way to go about it. Uh, my diagnosis is that we need to start thinking about behavior change earlier and more often Uh, don't wait for a new year to be upon you before you start telling people you love that you love them or start taking your family out for travel or start thinking about cutting back at work or start thinking about planting that garden that you've been wanting to plant or whatever the case may be so why do we have to wait 365 days to do it would it be a case of a patient with uh, an illness a mental illness just sort of ignoring it. I think procrastination in some ways is putting your head in the stand, sand and ignoring things. Yeah. Um, and I think while that is, in the short term at least, probably effective, um, it's, a, it's a coping mechanism, I don't think when you look back on your life, you're going to be too happy that you waited until the last minute to do anything. Uh, important or otherwise. So to that end, procrastination is the antithesis of getting on with your life. And so my diagnosis is that we need to stop doing New Year's resolutions and start uh, working on ourselves 
every day of the year and giving new, ourselves new grace, day grace and, and, and sort of the freedom to do it. What about a new day resolution? New day resolutions. I nothing, like it. Nothing wrong I'm with gonna that. I'm going to start doing them every yeah. day. What's your new day resolution? Man, I think my new day resolution is going to be tell someone that I haven't told I love them in a very long time, if at all, um, and do that more, more consistently. Nelson, I love you, man. I love you too, buddy. Um, and I think I'm also going to do something today no matter how late it gets, no matter how tired I am, I'm going to do something with my family. So I'm going to go out here after we finish recording this today. I'm going to grab my kids and I'm going to say, let's go for a walk or let's go for a ride on our bikes or a new four-wheeler. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I am going to practice grace. Um, nice. I'm going to try to do something today that I don't really want to do, okay, but that will make somebody else happy. There you go. I'm going to make that so a mission. So be a little selfless. I'm going to make that a mission. I'm going to be selfless today. Okay. And then at 8.15, when the Lions kick off against the Absolutely. Cowboys, I'll be one selfish asshole. Yeah, yeah. I'll be yeah. right on that but couch. But before 8.15, you're going 8 to be selfless. So selfless. A little selfless. So yeah. selfless. Yeah. So that's that's the mission. Well, man, it's going to be a good season, buddy. I'm it's going to be a good season. This is fun. I feel like this was obligatory to talk about New Year's resolutions, to absolutely. talk about behavior change and, yeah, uh, and renewal. Uh, but we've got a lot of cool stuff planned for the upcoming year, don't we? We're definitely getting ready to uh, launch a Taylor Swift episode. Absolutely. Um, so we've got that coming up. We've got college coming up. Right. What else do we got this oh, year? Oh man, we've got so many things coming up. Uh, procrastination, obviously, if we ever get around. I to think that. at the end of the year we said. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, maybe yeah, not. maybe it's you know, three. Maybe some memory. Maybe some crime and punishment. I mean, we've just got so many big topics left in the can to dreams, to work on dreams. dreams. I mean, you name it. You name it. Fitness, one, fitness one, itself. Fitness. We've got to put fitness on the couch after this resolution and, business. And always, as always, you can reach out to us at putthemonthecouch.com. Uh, at gmail.com and give us your recommendations for the kinds of things that you'd like to hear, things that you'd like to be involved in in some way. We also have some guests that are um, have already given me uh, commitments to come on the show in the new year. Excellent. Um, I've got a guest uh, named Jesse Baring out of uh, Australia. I think I've mentioned him before. Yep. yep. He's a, uh, a very learned gentleman, uh, written many books. Um, he is a, a professor or a department chair now, I think, at a, a major university out there in New Zealand, Australia. He wants to come on the show and talk to us about uh, a topic he told me of my choosing. Awesome. Believe it or not, I'd like to do something on suicide, so I'd like to be nice. have him come on and, and talk a little bit about that. Uh, I've got others as well lined up that want to come and talk. I've got some guys I think I've mentioned before that want to come on and talk about uh, the Marvel comic universe. Yep. I've got yep. people that want to come on and talk about antiquated psychological devices. Well, we uh, also have uh, an election year coming up. I think election it's year very up. appropriate uh, as we go through, and depending on how everything shakes out, we'll put some presidential candidates on, on the, the couch. couch. We'll yeah. break the Goldwater rule, and okay. uh, we'll try to be as fair and as impartial as we possibly can be. Sure, that'd be fun. Um, but that's, uh, you know... It'll be a it'll it'll be a very interesting election. We'll put politics itself on the couch this year. I think um, we'll put psychology itself on the couch. We can make fun of each other and talk yeah, we'll about whose discipline is better. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, let's uh, mosey on out of here and get into some something warm. I don't know. It's freezing. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening, and welcome to a new season. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy new-
everybody had a happy year. What year is it? Um, November.